Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160EN podcast, number 110. I'm Danny, of course. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, starting off with my man Christian. Christian, what's up, bro? I mean, I think that we're all sitting here (laughs) in a a very privileged position. We could be sitting here doing this podcast right now, and it could be a lot different of a podcast, but it's not, so let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) definitely all cheery today what's up sam how are you doing my guy i mean i've just got a few things to say chora baby is what i want to say for (laughs) fuck you otavio i hate you but no um i'm over the moon with this weekend honestly i know the game is technically on monday but you know what what a week of football has been even the benelance game included fuck like jesus but like glad to be in this position now wish it was a bit more bit more comfortable but you know it is what it is that's a fact and it could have been a lot more imagine if we didn't drop those games we might have been like a game away right now had we not dropped them but whatever it is what it is um let's jump right into some twitter questions i won't get to all of them as of right now um, but we'll do them as we're going through the games as well um so the first one that has nothing to do with the game let me see uh, coming in from our boy Sid at Swaj under, uh, underscore Sidinu. Uh, he says, I uh, just wanted to say Viva Sporting, and our dream is more uh, than alive now. Positive vibes, all Spartingistas, uh, all Spartingistas in Braga try to copy Benfish playing against 10. They just couldn't win. Um, let's see, that's Braga, that's Braga. Uh, Braga, Belenich. Uh Chips uh, at Lauren, you know, she says, I'm so proud of this team. Massive result, perhaps the biggest of our entire season. Still unbeaten. Five more huge finals to go. Buckle yourselves in. Sparting, Sparting, top of the league. Uh, Jeff saying not today, old friend. This is a funny meme. Always I like love this that one. one. I love yeah. that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Steph, that's more about the game. We'll get back to you. Uh, okay. The rest is all about the game. So let's go, let's go straight into the Bill and Nitz game. I'll throw the lineup right now. Uh, bear with me for a sec. We had, so we started the game off. This is, of course, the game 2-2. Sporting had to come back 2-0 down um, at home against Bilinis. We had Adaninet, uh, Mateus Reis, Coates, Ninacio in the back with Nuno Mendes, uh, João Palhinha, João Mario, and Pedro Poro with uh, Pot, Paulinho, and Tiago Tomaj up top. Christian, I'll start with you, and I'll, I'll ask uh, Nuno Gabriel's question at Catevalhens. Um, he says about the Bilinis game, uh, what do you think our strategy or game plan went wrong? Or do you think it was even wrong, uh, given that the second Bilinis goal were, was basically pure luck and we basically dominated the entire game? Sorry, I'm saying Bilinis. I mean, be sad, of course. Uh, what were your thoughts, Christian? I mean, yeah, I think that the stra- the strategy was the strategy was unfortunate in the sense that Mateus Reyes is in the starting lineup. And then as a kind of semi as a direct result of that, uh, they score their first goal on their only shot on target in the entire half. Um, not a good Paulinho game either. Really uncharacteristic, really bad Paulinho game, I thought, to be honest. And he's definitely at somewhat at fault in that goal too for not tracking the man at all. Or even like a – I didn't even think he saw him, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, it, it wasn't – there was like it was some uncharacteristically you know, un- bad games, I thought. Um, I actually thought that – the lineup by the by the time it was two nothing we were really chasing the game the lineup was like 
it was pretty crazy. Like it was totally uh, inventado, uh, if you will. You've got Jovan and Abraganza, Tabata, Nunu Sanz. It's like you got Pedro, Pedro Gonzalez, Paulinho. It's like you have like this random mishmash of guys playing in like a somewhat, somewhat even more made up formation than the one you were already playing, which pretty much already is a made up formation. Um, with the because in this game we honestly did go with the the three midfielders again. Um, so. I, I mean, to be honest, it felt like it felt like a loss, especially after the Adan the Adan error. It really, it really felt like a loss. So to even get anything out of this game, really in real time, felt like a, a small miracle. To be honest, that's a fact. That's a fact. Sam, next question from Nunu Gabriel um, about the Villanins game. He asks thoughts about Jean Mario being the one to take the PK. Uh, personally, I think Seba should have taken it. Uh, being that he's the captain and leader, even Paulinho, since he's our striker, and need a goal to gain confidence. I'm even saying plot as well. What do you think, Sam? Well, I don't actually remember when our last penalty was, but I'm pretty sure Joe Mario took it and converted, I think. I think it was against oh, these yes. guys. It was against them in the first was round, it? right? Or was it there yeah, one maybe. sooner than that? I know that he, he had a kid that same weekend, and that's when he scored. I think I he was... That, but I can't remember the play. Does the he team. have two PKs prior to this one, this season? I think he's two for two. I yeah, think. I think so. You're right, but like he, he converted the last one, so it's one of them. I know it's going to sound really fucking stupid, but like if he misses, no one's going to say. I mean, sorry, if he scores, then no mm. one's going to even mention it. But you know, if if Paulinho takes it and misses, if Port or Quite takes and misses, he's going to say, "Oh, why isn't John Mario taking it?" So it's just you know, not all penalties will be scored, not all penalties will be saved. But in, in terms of the actual game, I mean, I'm not going to copy what, too much what Christian said, but. Like it was just so disheartening when that when they went two up and it, I generally thought there was no way back, you know. Um, previous sporting games we would have just you know lost all confidence there. But like Lauren said in at the start of the the video on Twitter that um, that we do have great confidence and even though it can be shot at times, like the way the team performed under pressure is so good. And like like Chris said, the lineup is is a bit mere. He literally threw the kitchen sink at. Uh, be sad so to say but um in terms of the game i don't really think anyone played well obviously the subs made a huge huge impact um paulinho again with another ghost game um matthews rice at fault for the first goal adan at fault for the second goal but in a way i think most of these like the goals we concede it's almost better than better for us to be mistakes because it's not like we're getting outplayed it's things that we can improve like adan obviously just a lack of confidence and like a loss of concentration you know, he's a great goalkeeper, as proven the next week against uh, the next game against Braga. I mean, personally, it was a, a horrible game, but we showed great commitment and great confidence to get back in it. Um, I have to give credit to Amarim for bringing that back, but, you know, he also has to be at fault for, one, the suspension, which means he's not on the bench, and two, some of his team selection. So, yeah, I mean, obviously great to get the point, but it should have been, should have been more. Yeah, no facts, agreed. Um, and we fought back for that, for that, uh, for that, at least at one point, which is, which is good to see. Um, a, a question that I want to ask you guys before going into more details, we'll go to the bigger talking point that I've seen a lot of more, mainly rivals complain about, but, uh, which is nothing new. Um, the penalty given at the end, uh, with, um, a two, that Jovan ended up converting. Um, I think there's no doubts that the first one is a clear penalty. Um, but the second one, what do you guys think of that, Sam? I'll, I'll start with you first. Is that the handball? Is that the one you're talking the about? The handball, yeah. The second one I'm talking about, yeah. 
yeah well i'll I'll say that i think that is gen genuinely like called a lot in the portuguese league like today with pepe i know he, he slid and sort of got the ball in his hand he was given a free kick but i mean it's been called for me it was a penalty but obviously that could be my bias aside but i think in any game i think they would have been given a penalty and if it was if it was benfica playing that game or Porto playing that game do you think they'll say oh, no it's not a penalty it was and at the end of the day it was given and rightly so facts how about you christian yeah, it looks worse in real time, so I understand why the ref called it in real time. And then uh, when you look at it on replay, it definitely hits his arm, right? It's his arm. His arm's out. It's not. It's not attached to his body. But like Petit said, it's kind of tough to to really make that motion with your arms completely at your sides. So as far as arms being out there, I've seen arms further out there than his. So it is a bit harsh in that sense. But it's one where, you know, you call it on the field. It looks bad um, because he's Jovan wins the header, right? He's head, trying to head it back across a goal. And that touch, you know, stops the, stops the ball. You know, who knows where that header would have ended up, you know, in front of the goal. Um, so, yeah, he, 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 he called it and then he looks at it. It hits his arm. What is he going to do? Uncall it? No. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I did feel bad for the defender, I though. I can't lie. Like, from a neutral standpoint, I was like, oh, man, that, that's tough to call. Like, there's not much he could have done. But in the day, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. No, facts. It's unlucky because, like, yeah, like Christian just said, like Petit said, it's hard to have your – when you're especially going for it, to not have your arm there. But, I mean, it's out. It hits it. It was a nice pen that, that was converted. So, I mean, I, My, I the guy who wins it steps fine. up and takes it. No bullshit. Jovan. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, I trust Jovan doing that type of shit, grabbing the ball. Um, there are some guys I trust less, but Jovan's done it before. So, mm -hmm. I honestly, sorry, just to go back to the Joel Mario one, I don't mind Joel Mario hitting penalties either. It was the run up that pissed me the fuck off. Like, he just walked to it and, and tried that's, to uh, convert it. It pissed me off. I knew it was. I knew it wasn't going in. You can yeah. you can tell with those sort of run ups, can't you? You're just like, oh, for fuck's sake! But yeah, well, agreed. Agreed. Anything on their first goal? Um, maybe a lapse of con concentration from Matheus Rage. I think personally, I don't know how you guys seen it. Yeah, there's one runner. It's like you just got to pick up the one runner, and you don't. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's tough, but it's the guy also gets free. No one really tracks him. He has acres of space, and then he puts the cross in. Facts, exactly. I, I think the second goal, uh, uh, you guys can disagree with me if you want. I think Adan is, is really caught in two minds because Matilde Rage isn't where maybe he's supposed to be. I think Adan was trying to, first he was looking to clear it, and then he was thinking maybe I can play this out from the back because Sporting, especially now more than ever, I, I've noticed in the last few games, we love playing it out from the back. I think Adan was maybe trying to look for Matilde Rage. Matilde Rage wasn't there, and then as he was trying to clear it, the ball just escapes him. Um, I think Matheus Reis is at fault for, for both goals. I mean, of course, we, I can't be harsh, and, and I have to give that second one to a done, but I think Matheus Reis is, is very responsible also for the second one, in my opinion. I don't know if you guys can will disagree or agree. Uh, I mean, yeah, what you say is, is obviously we can't read Dan's mind, but I think the way mm -hmm. you sort of see in the replay, he does go out to the left and he goes back to the middle, he goes back to the left. It's, it's like I said, it, you, like you said, sorry, it's, it's, it's just that he looked... He looked panicked and I think, you know, he was given the ball in. I'm not going to blame Inacio for it because, like, I mean, if it was a pass back that I guess needed to be done. But, like, he puts Adan under pressure there and Adan, as a veteran, probably should know a bit better. Like, I mean, 
the 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 team he's played for and like the, the coaches he's had he should know better but i mean these mistakes happen like uh like every every goalkeeper no matter how good you are we've seen manuel neuer buffon casillas even go back further like edwin van der sar make mistakes like that but um you know like richard just put in in the chat it's like you could read his mind it was like oh shit oh shit oh shit fuck and then the goal but yeah i think you hit the nail on the head there to be fair yeah Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I'm trying to think of another talking point on this game, but there wasn't really anything. Um, any last lingering thoughts before we get to the miracle at Braga, guys? I mean, I think it's harsh for us, right? Because, you know, we've, we've talked about it before, right? The, the results this season are like a weird balance of like sometimes we don't create anything and win one nothing. Sometimes we, we, we create so much and, and don't score anything. This is one of those games where... Two shots, two goals for them. Plenty of opportunities for us. And in the end, I guess, just incredible that we salvaged a result. But, yeah, I, I mean, the, the expected goals is, is high. So, I mean, it's it's tough to, 3. you know, 2, yeah. complain, you know. It's uh, the, oh, opposite, the opposite of the, the game that we're about to talk about. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and and one quick mention I wanted to one quick thing I wanted to mention I I personally love Tabata coming in uh, for Poto I think Poto's been on a, a very bad run of form lately especially coming back from from uh, Spain uh, or from the Spain national team Tabata came in at right back right wingish and he fucking tore shit up he made us he made us look threatening finally so that was a special shout out to him unfortunately he's out for the rest of the season right yeah yeah that was his last contribution. Uh, you know, an, an exciting performance. They could have had some more quality on the final end. Uh, you know, promising season by Tabatha. You know, I don't think it's too bad, right? It's just it's bad enough that he's out for like two months, which will put him out for the end, end of the season, you know. So he'll be back next season for sure. Facts, facts. Lauren saying number seven curse. Anything I else mean- on this game, Sam? It was Tabata's season better than like Joel Campbell's season? Yeah, but it's not Way better. To be fair, with less appearances. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, is the curse that is the curse broken? I was like, I mean, I don't know. I he played okay and then got hurt. Uh, I think it's just remains to be seen. Out, I suppose, really. yeah. But no, in, in terms of the game, just you know, um. We we obviously wanted the win, but a draw is better than a loss. Still unbeaten, so like I mean, I hate Petty with a passion, but like you can't deny they they played well or we played shit. But at the end of the day, they did they capitalize on our mistakes. So you know, yeah, uh, would have preferred a win, but a draw is not the end end of the world, especially coming back from two 0 Yeah, facts, facts. Um, all right, let's get into the uh, the next game, the big game. The one I uh, was fucking celebrating like no tomorrow yesterday. Sporting went match. on to the chess match. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sporting went on to uh, beat Braga 1-0 at Braga. Uh, Sporting's 11 was we had a net, Inacio, Quach in the return of Fidal. We had Porru and Nuno Menzo on the wingback positions with João Mario, Palinga, Pot, uh, Paulinho and Nuno Santos coming back to the team. Um, of course, then half st- halftime substitutions of Paulinho and Nuno Santos for Mateus Nunes, the hero, and uh, who was it? Mateus Reis, I believe. Or no, it was Neto. And then came in Mateus Reis, uh, Tiago Tomaj, and Plata made a cameo right at the end. Uh, Braga had uh, Mateus Jeanette, Siqueira, Juan Silva, 
Tormena, Isgaio, Galeno, Gaetan, Castro, Fran Sergio, uh, Ricardo Horta, Nabel Ruija, Pop, and we also seen our boy Borja coming into the game. Um, Sam, I'll, I'll start it off with you this time. Uh, thoughts on this game? Let me actually, sorry, let me quickly see if there's a, a, a big question here about the Braga game. Nah, give me your thoughts on this game, dude. Yeah, well, I actually watched the game on my phone because I was with my girlfriend at the time. She was actually asleep next to me. So, like, I'm just going to go in a bit of, like, reverse order. When we scored, I couldn't scream. I couldn't shout. I was it's just, like, <laughs> like this so silent. But, like, I wanted to scream. Like, my heart rate, I literally felt like I could go on a run. I was so, like, pumped up. But, like, I'll start off with the obvious. Ignacio is a clown. And, like, I know he's young. But in that moment, he was a clown. Like, I, everyone's going to blame the referee, right? But if you if you stop two counterattacks and they were counterattacks that could have led on to a goal scoring opportunity, then it's a yellow card by the rule. And like you could argue if a team in red or a team in blue would have got it, but it's the rule. It's fair. Ignacio should have known better, but that's just being inexperienced and, and young. So I'll, I'll let him off with that. I mean, to be honest, we were awful. But like I mean, it was because we were ten men down. And I'm going to say something now. Tiago Tomas and Paulinho, I'm not throwing any blame their way. There is no way they could have had an impact on the game. And, like, you know how much I dislike Tiago Tomas. But even when he come in, like, he didn't do much. But the stuff he did, like, he did well. Obviously, getting that foul was was crucial. Whether it was a foul or not is obviously another story. But um, there are th three main standouts in this game for me. And that's um, Adan, Coates and Paulinho. Paulinho's tackle... Although there was that two foot one, which which definitely scared me a bit. No foul, I no yellow it. on that one. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like a proper Sunday league like tackle. That's that's gonna happen like every week. But it was. I think that they were all incredible. And um, again, it's it's the team coming like from ten men, and literally we were getting dominated left, right, and center, and then. That that set piece, I don't know if, if they if they've trained with that or it's like a common thing that they train with, but executed to perfection. And I the goalkeeper is unlucky, yeah, but um, the way Matthews Nguyen strikes that is just no chance for the keeper to score. But at the end of the day, I'm just gonna say this man here is was incredable. And we've said this like at least three or four times, but that that is a hundred percent his best game he's ever had. Santa Clara he could put up there because obviously he scored and scored the, the, the two. But in terms of defensive performance, my God, like if you showed that to someone, you, they'd think that Kawhi is one of the best in the world. So many blocks, so many tackles, just literally El Patron, the leader. That's what he was. And like, that's what we've needed from him for ages. And, you know, obviously there's still a long way to go. But for me, he's been the MVP of the whole campaign. Like there is, there's no one on this team, obviously, you said Porra has been great and Amanda has been great. But in terms of like a leader, which these young kids have needed, I don't think there's anyone perfect for the role than Coates. And I'll tell you, if if we win this title, there's no doubt in my mind that he becomes a sporting legend. Facts. Let me just quickly read off some stats. Uh, he got nine clearances last night, three block shots, five interceptions, five ground duels, one, two tackles, 53 touches. I mean that first half when after especially after Inasu left, it was basically him on his own leading that back line and and he, he kept us kept us clean, he kept us safe. Uh Christian, on that same regard, um let me ask uh Jeffrey Aguiar's question. 
Should Quats be the, in the running for player of the season? Any other Spartan players? Or any other Spartan player? For sure. I definitely think he will be. I mean, it's tough. It's always tough for for guys who don't ac- accumulate like traditional statistics to win awards like that. Uh, it's usually going to be goal scores, like <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, so I think it'll put Poth in any sort of uh, um, that'll, you know, even if he doesn't end up winning the golden boot, he'll probably still finish second. So I think that that'll definitely put him in contention to win any sort of league awards automatically just based off of that. I think Adon will definitely get consideration for, for keeper of the year. I'm sure that's an award. Um, he's definitely, I think he's conceded the least amount of goals. Um, he was, he had a massive game uh, mm-hmm. in this game. He's had a couple this season, you know, he, he, he's definitely, he, 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 I wouldn't even, I guess you could say it was coming off one of his worst games because he had an error and then conceded the only other shot on target. Um, but you know, like other than that, he said there's been a couple games, right. Where we've had like one shot, one goal conceded, but I mean, it hasn't really been his fault in those games either. So, you know, he saved the PK too, uh, this season, like, He's done it all, I would say. I agree. I agree. Sam, on that question, on that, Mark, I think there's a – give me a sec. There's an Adan question somewhere here. Um, from Abdallah at Abdar Muti97. Of course, um, only at Sparting. Fidal gets his fifth yellow last night, um, so meaning he's out for the next game against Nacional. Thoughts on Max starting next game? Uh, this match proved that Fidal is greater than Mateusz Reis. Lastly, are we really going to support Benfica soon? <laughs> um, but on the la- on, on the first question mainly, thoughts on Max starting next game. Do you, are you worried a little bit? Because like Christian was saying, and I 1,000% agree, he's been one of the most important players of our of the season this year. Yeah, I 100% agree. And friend of the show, Con Murphy, said um, on Twitter yesterday that um, obviously Coates, he thought should have got man a match, but Adan got it. But like, it's hard to, to like, you know, say either or. But um, on the actual point of it, though, I, I, on the podcast sort of beginning of last season, maybe this, just the end of the one before, I came on here and I said on Twitter that I didn't think Max was good enough for the starting role yet. I think he does have enormous potential. But I remember being like, I don't want to be like I'm a genius or anything. But like, I remember saying that we need like an experienced keeper, and everyone was like, "Oh no, just let just let Max concede, and like he'll grow with it, like Patricia did." But I, was like, I don't want that. I don't want someone to grow with mistakes. You know what I mean? I just want like the finished product there. And like, I I I do like Max, but I think we mentioned it before. I think if it was last podcast or the one before that I was on, that he has he's not played a bunch. And, hold on, know, hold on. It, Steph, Steph is caught. Oh fuck, he just hung up. Steph was just calling me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You doing the podcast, right? Yeah. Say what's up to the people, bro. Yeah, what's up, my people? I, I I called you to tell you something funny. Okay, I'll call you later then. I thought you were trying to make a guest appearance. No, I will. I will. There's no no problem. But the thing is, I was watching the Porto game. Okay. And when they scored the second goal, I turned off the TV. And now, just two seconds ago, I, I, I checked the Portuguese news and the, the goal was disallowed. And they thought one Anyway, talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Bro. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, rage Sam, quit. He rage quit. <laughs> Uh, oh, I've lost my point. Uh, I think. Sorry, uh, bro, my yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Um, I think I was saying that goalkeepers don't really need a lot of game time, but there is going to be like when he plays with his feet or like that that sort of rust. I mean, it does worry me, but at the same time, I think Amorim knows what he's doing and I think he'll prepare Max. I mean, we've got till Saturday. That's a lot of time to like sort of focus the training on Max. So. I mean, I support the kid, and obviously I am nervous, but I think he'll do well. Yeah, agreed. By the way, Nacional is coming off a good victory today against um against and not looking And not looking totally horrible against Porto the game before. Yeah, true, true. And before that, taking some straight obliteration. So, <laughs> catching an informed Nacional, question mark? <laughs> well, Porto have got no, my- account next as well, so... Like, I mean, it's sort of the two against each other, really. Manuama shouts out the wheel, boys. I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> our uh, next question comes in from uh, Beatriz at the Bambi. Uh, she asks, what do you think Mateus Nunes... Um, why do you think Mateus Nunes performs so well in high-stake games while somehow underperforming in easier games? Christian, do you agree with that? And, and what are your thoughts on that? Wait, could you say that again? <clears throat> yeah. Um, why do you think Mateus Nunes performs so well in high-stake games? while somehow underperforming in easier games, quote-unquote easier games. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree. Obviously, he's had the biggest goals in the biggest games. Mm-hmm. I would say this was, I mean, right place, right time, and then gets the benefit of Mateus unable to save our only shot on target. But if he could game, it's just kind of right place, right time, right? Because that's like a – a cross and uh, Vlako Dimas kind of somewhat makes a meal of it and just like slaps it and it just goes right to him and he just heads it in. Um, yeah, I guess, I, I guess you could say he's a man for the moment, but I, I wouldn't necessarily say that his performance in this game was like anything incredible. I thought it was, it was solid. It was good, but he obviously had the most important specific moment in the game. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't necessarily agree that he, you know, performs better in the in the bigger games. He just, I think he just happens to have these a couple crazy moments this season, and they happen to be in the big games. Just to interrupt that- quickly, I was just yeah. going to say, sorry to cut you off, Danny, but there was no, this no. stat on, I believe it was goal point. It was Matus Nunes had, I think, 13, 13 out of fifteen of his possession, like possession wise, he lost the ball. I think. 13 the other two was obviously uh, was one pass in the goal so the whole game i think he lost possession 13 times despite being on the pitch for like what, 20 <laughs> 30 minutes so i mean mm-hmm. like chris hit it perfectly both goals i mean no not taken away from him but they were literally right place right time like if if like you said if lachimilos doesn't stop it then he's just standing there but like i said it might have been something they worked on on uh in training with that free kick but there it is I think there it is, the, yeah. Is the, oh, sorry, yeah. 11 out of 13. No? Yeah. I think that's all right, right? He has a clutch gene. That's all I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> um, next question from uh, Nuno Gabriel again about the Braga game. Do you think that Artur Suarez-Dias came in with a mission to do what he could to help us lose, or do you think that the double yellow was warranted because of these type of fouls? Um that's the perfect question, actually, because that's exactly what I was going to get into next. I just want to quickly say, though, I, I, I more importantly think that Inacio is k- 
kind of played out of position, um, especially seeing how, as he's very weak on his right foot, it seems. So when he tr when he has to play it out with the right foot, he, he fumbles it a few times. And I think Braga attacked that because of that. Because it wasn't the first time that we've seen him sort of fuck up a pass and then Braga was kind of through on goal. I think his first yellow was because of that as well. Um, so, I mean, I think personally, Inasi should be playing. I mean, Fadal's been doing great. I I'm not horribly, I'm not mad at Fadal at all. So maybe he has to ride the bench for a little bit and not Netu comes back in or maybe give Kurejma some minutes. But I think um, more importantly, Inasi needs to be on that left-hand side. Um, that's just my two cents. Um, but yeah, on, on to Nunu's question, I'll ask both of you, but I'll start with Christian. Um, harsh yellows, especially that second one, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, at the time, it was just two two uh, fouls and two yellows right away. So, Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I feel like not enough people are talking about is, like, exactly what went down. Like, so the foul happens. Artur Suarez-Diaz doesn't do anything for, at like, three seconds. Some Braga players get around him and start yelling at him and saying, yellow, another, like, five to ten seconds pass. He still doesn't do anything. And then he does this, that he's, like, you know, getting mm -hmm. the VAR or something in his ear or something. And then after, like, a good, like, 15 to 20, maybe almost 30 seconds even pass before he finally goes over to Inacio and gives him the second yellow. Yes, I think that we could say it's harsh, two fouls, um, two fouls, uh Two, two yellows, yellows is, is harsh for any anything really. Um, you could argue that this the second one, yes, it's a counter, but like Sporting's got like six guys behind him, right? It, it there's honestly even no no Braga players uh, up there. He's going alone. He's looking to go down, right? It, it is it is somewhat harsh, right? So I, I agree with that. I do think it's harsh, but I just want to know what happened with. Arthur Suarez Diaz, like, did he get VIR instruction to give a second yellow card? If so, I didn't know that that was something that was happening now. So, if they if they are doing that, then I think, I, I mean, as far as I know, that's not something that the VAR can intervene in. So I don't understand. I don't understand. Was he pressured by the Braga players? Did he just instinctively do this, and there wasn't actually any communication? I don't know, but it was definitely a really weird, like, 30 seconds. Facts. Facts. How about you, Sam? Uh, I disagree slightly. I think they were both deserved. I would maybe say that second yellow isn't given if the Braga players don't surround him. But I, for me, I think it's just it, – it has to be. Just, just the way the play was going. But um, what I think – I generally think that Arturo Diaz had an alright game. To be fair, like there wasn't anything that I was complaining about too much. Um, but like we said, I did see that, and part of me thought maybe it was him trying to like get the Braga players to shut up by like, pretending to listen, or like maybe like some nervous tick to like press his ear. But I don't know. Uh, I know there is sort of the red card VAR check thing, but I don't know if that counts for second yellows or not. But um, there's no, and there's no, there is no possible way that they could have been reviewing that for a straight red. Like I don't think there's no I mean, way he's not last man either. So I don't yeah. think there is. Yeah, no, he's not. He's, he's not even close to last man. The whole entire back line yeah. is behind him. Yeah, but for me, I, I will say it's justified. I do think they're a tiny bit harsh, but 
in the circumstance, I think Inacio probably should have known better, especially, like you said, there were so many men back there that I don't think we needed to worry. But, I mean, like I said, inexperience, that will, that will happen. But, you know, I think it was justified. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I have to say about the Shref, uh was just, I, I think, I don't know about coming in with a plan per se. I'm not going to be that guy. But when you're handing out cards like that at the end of the game, like they were fucking Christmas cards to your relatives, like, beam, you get a yellow, you get a yellow, you get a red. My neighbor that I used it's to ridiculous. live by 10 years ago, you get a card. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. We're doing the Spartan podcast, we get a yellow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's I don't know, it's kind of ridiculous to me. And then especially when uh, that same game, they no, not that game. It was, uh, I think it was that game, actually. Now I'm forgetting. There was a game where he goes to the bench and he tells him to relax. I know the Porto game, uh, the referee that did that one was telling him simply, hey, relax, relax. Instead of Phil Sparting, who had been throwing out yellows. But No, he um, said go back. Like, like you have to be back like 10 feet or something. Like, he was like, okay, man. Exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, and we'll see what this uh, red card to Conceição gets, if it's not 15 games or, or 15 days or not. Um Next question from uh, New Gabriel. He asks, um, can't accuse Paulinho of anything in this game after going down a man 18 minutes in? His game was basically over. He had no chance to do anything since we couldn't get the ball to him. Too bad for him, to be honest. Fingers crossed he bangs a couple of uh, next game. I mean, Sam, you sort of, you, you've already harped on on that same point. Um, Christian, I want to know your two cents also on, the, on this Paulinho crisis. Also going uh, to the last game as well, if you, if, if you have any thoughts on him last game as well. Yeah, I think that I think that I think that the Paulinho crisis is real, and I also agree with Sam that it, it's a tough game for him. Obviously, it's a tough game for anyone, but he didn't really do himself any favors with with the what the six out of six aerial duels that he lost all of. You know, yeah, fun. Yeah, you know, help us out, win a header every now and again, so we can relieve some pressure. Um, it's just that kind of stuff. That's really all he could have done, and he didn't really do it in this game. Um, he, I, I will say, I will say this. I didn't see, I didn't see a single other person talk about this. I, I also could have not just seen it on Twitter or whatever. Someone could have said it. The, before, I think it must have been before the red because I don't really think we had any chances after the red. Um, it was a corner, I think, and Polinio headed it, but it was like a cross but it was like a shot and it ended up going in between and then it just went out was he trying to head it on target or was he yet again trying to flick it on are you still yeah. not shooting i don't know was he shooting i mean he might have been i don't know but if, if he was again dude please stop doing that like so i guess he gets a pass because we don't know but yeah, man, we we need you, dude. We really need you. It's and now Thiago Tomas is suspended, so like he's he's definitely he's the only start. option. He's definitely gonna yeah. start. So like, come on, man, come on, brother. Facts. I also just want to say quickly um, on the. Uh, I, I mean, of course, as Spartan fans, we can be a little harsh at times. So attacking his Instagram, let's not attack the Instagram of a guy who just came, right? But the fact that he's taking off the comments from it, that it shows that it affects him. Has me worried, bro. Has me thinking he's not really ready for prime time. And he's like, you know, Braga level where they're not really compete. Mind you, Sporting hasn't competed in like maybe five years, right? But he's maybe a, a perfect for a Braga where they're not necessarily expected to push on and win the league or, or do anything per se. 
I don't know, man. That has me a little worried because and, like and other players fair, wouldn't 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 be worried about that sort of shit. You know? To be fair, at Braga he was performing well, so I guess he didn't really need the hate comments to come his way because he was he was sort of backing it up. But you know, I, I do partly agree with you, but I did see some comments on like attacking his like I think he had a picture up of like his daughters or something, or like a, a wife. Oh, yeah, that's fucked up then. And they're like Jay, saying, "Why aren't you scoring?" <laughs> Just like, bro, I'm in plate. And he's like, well, "I don't know." But like, I mean, personally, I I don't do that to current. I know I give Diego Thomas his shit yeah. on Twitter. Maybe I shouldn't. But I mean, like you, said, I agree. I think sometimes it's um, it's it can be like a lack of like the good like a strong mentality. But maybe also getting to crack on as well. Who knows? That's a good point. That's a good point. That's just the only like minor little thing I was worried about because it's I don't know. Um, but anyways, next question comes in from Andres Sanch at Monkey Pit or at Monkey Pete. Um, will this win be the morale boost that the team needed to finally get rid of the bitter taste of the last three ties uh, or the three ties in the last four games? Um, which upcoming game slash match slash opponent are you more concerned with? Uh, Sam, I'll, I'll, I'll give that one to you, bro. Yeah, well, I, I tweeted about it that I think literally every single one of them games is going to be so difficult. Every single team, bar Benfica, are in a relegation battle and need points. Even Benfica, they need that. If they want to try and overtake Porto to get automatic qualification, they need to win. And I feel like, obviously, we won against Braga, but our performances, I think the last five game weeks, maybe six, have been absolutely terrible. And it does make me worry, especially like... Bovista and uh, National are pretty much already gone. Like, there is obviously a chance, but I think for me, they're already gone. But like Bovista and is it Maritima last day of the season as well? And like mm-hmm. Rio Ave as well. They're, they're, they're quite down there. And obviously, we know the struggles we had against Rio Ave in, in January. Is it January or February? Something like that. But um, I'm, I'm literally, I, I, I'm honestly nervous for every single one, and I have been nervous for every single sporting game for like the last ten weeks. So I mean, it, like, I, it's 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 all the same to me. As long as I want to win in every single one of them games, but it's going to be difficult. Facts. I'm uh, honestly my worry too is uh, if we drop points and have to go to well, we receive them at home, but I have to play Mur- um, Maritimo for uh, for the title. That's our bogey team, man. Like. That. That's the team that I, I'm scared more of Maritimo than Benfica at this point. Um, sorry, let me see. Next question. Benfica uh, will be like, all right, Rodrigo Pinho, if you score in this game, 200K cash envelope <laughs> or briefcase will be delivered to your apartment. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> bro, I think he's currently injured, but he'll make it for that game. That's the, That's the type of luck we have against these fuckers. Um, next comment comes in from, uh, Lauren. I don't know if I said this one. Maybe I, oh, I did say this one actually. I'll say it again though. I'm so proud of this team. Massive result. Uh, perhaps the biggest of our entire season. Still unbeaten. Five huge finals to go. Buckle yourselves in. Sporting, Sporting, top of the league. Um, Steph asked, uh, last question, or sorry. He asks, uh, why were Sporting Braga players allowed to foul us and not see any yellows except for the obvious ones shown to, uh, a, um, AS and had no choice. Um, Christian, I'll pass that one off to you. Especially, also, bonus question included: should have I think it was Al Mustadi or San Sergio. Now I can't remember who it was, but they kind of stomped on uh, yeah, Medina's that one. leg. Sergio. It was Fran Sergio. Do you think that's a red? 
I don't think it's red. I think the freeze frame of that makes it look obviously the freeze frame makes it look really, really bad. But if you watch it in real time, there's really not intention and he doesn't get him so bad. Um I for me, I mean for me. I think it's I think it's a it's like a you know, it's a it's a it's a strong yellow, but it it I don't think it's a red. Agreed. Agreed. You know what I think? Instead of a super league, they need to introduce orange cards. Because that's, <laughs> that's an orange and, and then, card. And then what? What? Something less than a yellow so that you could get an orange and like a green and that equals a red? Buddy, Fiorentino Perez, are you listening to this fucking podcast? Well, that's buddy? what you need. You need like a, and the way to get like a green is like a, you know, a time wasting or yeah. something that's like stupid. That's only a green card. It's like half of a yellow. You need, but you, you need but four you greens could, to get but a red. But if you get an orange and you already have a green, though, you're off. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like that. Um, do, 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 do. Next question. Let me see. Um, Steph asked, did Inasi deserve the second yellow? I think we talked about that. Uh, he asks, give me three MVPs. Richard Neves followed up by saying, Quach, Adan, and Nunj. Um, Christian, I'll start with you, dude. Could you say that again? Sorry. Give him three MVPs. Steph's asking for three oh, MVPs oh. in this game. Um, okay. Uh, obviously, Kawats, Adan. And then third, I'm going to say... Uh, I thought Nunu Mendes had a good game. Not yeah. his greatest, obviously, but I thought he was solid. He even adapted as left winger, you know? Like, not bad. How about you, Sam? Uh... I'd say Coates, Adan, and Pelina. I do think Nemendez had a good game, but in terms of like the def- defensively, I know sometimes it was a bit shaky, but I think Pelina was immense. And just to point out, by the way, I completely forgot to mention it, but like, did you guys see the cliff of Paulinho on the bench when he's like swearing at the ben- at the Braga bench? I love yep. that so much. Was, <laughs> he's one of us, boys. He's one of us. <laughs> what, what did Pedro Gonzalez even actually get a yellow for? From the bench. He, he, he yeah, said he on Instagram said that he was celebrating something to do with Plata, I think. I, 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 I might so it's, like, it's like, how do you give him Pedro Gonçalves a yellow, but not give Paulinho a yellow? It's like, how are you deciding when you're booking the bench? It's just, it's so fucking random. It's so stupid. I don't get it. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um... But like I was saying, bro, he was handing out cards like it was fucking Christmas. Like, but only like once he, it like... Yeah, we're in the last five here. I'm just going to start going berserk. Like, <laughs> anything is a yellow now. So, so stupid. Facts. Um, listen, there's no more questions from Twitter. Shout out to everybody that sent in questions. Got a lot today. That's why I try to mix them in with the with the uh, talking points. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say about this game. I mean, it was it was a lot of a nothing game at the same time because we are just defending our fucking asses off. Um, just surviving. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, facts. I'll put one last thing in, and like it's gonna sound stupid, but when Adan got that yellow card for time wasting, I was proud of him because like he knew what was gonna happen, but like he took one for the team. It Dude, might come to t- bite us in the ass. <laughs> he tried, wasn't even that bad. He tried to get Netu to take the goal kick to make it seem like it was Netu that was doing the time wasting and not him. Exactly. Come on, man! Come on! Do you think the ref is that fucking stupid, dude? <laughs> 
he he must have thought he was because he tried it. It obviously didn't work, but that's literally what he tried to do to get Netu to get the yellow instead. Come on, man. <laughs> you don't think Arthur Suarez Diaz knows you have four yellows? No, he he knows, brother. He knows. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get it sooner because there was a, there was one where he was literally standing on there. And I'm like, bro, this guy's going to get a yellow now. And then the, the fact that he got it for the Netu one, that was hilarious to me. That's funny. Um, anything on the, like the formation? I mean, especially after we made the subs, we were sort of playing with four at the back with or like six at the back, really. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, it worked, but shit house for it is finest is is what I'll call it. Five I mean, four. It was it, like we were defending. It was literally two lines: a line of five mm -hmm. and then a line of four. And that was it. And like at times, Pelinha was often the furthest man forward. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was yeah chasing balls down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean nothing else to say about this game, man. Uh, yeah, we and then after, and then after the goal, like like Philippe says here, that became a line of six. So then it was a six-three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> zero four five right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Anything else to add on this game? One shot, one goal. Did you guys watch the inside spar thing, actually? That was fucking sick today. Yeah, that was the best one. Yeah, so many fans. Yeah. Another along, the, along the route. Like, yeah, it's so so good. Who were, like, what is that recorded on? Like, I, I'm, I'm just curious where the footage came from. Is it someone riding behind in a motorcycle or car, maybe, and, like, out the window of a car behind the bus, maybe? I'm not sure. Not sure either. Maybe. It might be in like a car. Yeah. Um Brian asking if we've seen the little the little head nods from Poto and Mateos. That was sick. I seen it at the game. Like, watching the game, you see a Poto doing it live. I didn't see Mateos actually like, you know, give me one of these, which is pretty <laughs> sick. Um yeah, man. Uh, man of the match. If you guys want to give a man of the match, I think we're all gonna agree though, Quatch for me. How about you, yeah, Sam? Quatch for me. 100%. What a man. What a man. I'll mix it up and give it to Adan because honestly, the save off the header where he flicks it over the crossbar is yeah, maybe huge. his best save of the season, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. Fair. I don't know how he saved that. Fuck. I unfortunately. I agree. Uh, unfortunately. Honestly, I'm going to come out and say this. I unfortunately. I wanted to stream on watch it on my TV, so I wanted to, so I had to find a stream, and I was trying to find a stream that was closest to real time, and I, the one that I got, ended up getting this week was a Goal TV English one. So I know we gave our guy shit. He he had a better game again in the Braga Sporting game, the the Latino guy. He had a better on a number rating. Honestly, honestly, I've seen him put in like ones and twos before. Out of tens, so uh, like this was like a, a five. So like, I was pleasantly like I didn't mute it. Like I was getting like I was like prepared. Like oh maybe I guess I'll have to just watch this on mute. But like it didn't get to that point. So honestly, credit to him, it wasn't abysmal. Um and but on that on that play, yo, he was like he was ready to start doing his goal freak out because like it really looked like it was about to be just headed in, you know. Miracles. I remember finding a stream for, I think it was Porto Belenense when Nanu got knocked out from the goalkeeper. And the guy fully, when he made the catch, he goes, 
boom. <laughs> crazy. I was so, like every time a slow motion replay, like boom, boom. I was like, for fuck's sake! Like I was, I can't believe it. That made me laugh so much. But obviously, like bad, bad situation. But my god, that that cracked me up. That was funny. He gets an average match rating of one point six. Seriously, <laughs> Yo, I don't listen to that guy enough. I might have to next game. Next game, I'm listening to Gold TV. Fuck it. Um, yeah, man. I think that's it with the Braga game. Uh, so that's that. Um, Christian, I'll pass it off to you with uh, Mudalidad. We had a pretty big weekend, and uh, yeah, bro, take it away. So I think. The last one that we did, the we touched on the volleyball winning the the fake cup between the third and fourth team. I forget what it's called. That's the Confederation or something, something like that. Um, so I think we already talked about that. So handball won against Saint Jouens, thirty-one twenty-three. Basketball started the playoffs. Um, they're playing against Guimanej in the first round in a best of three series. They won game one, just absolutely smacked them 94 58. And then game two, they won on Saturday 85 67. So, game three, I'm assuming it wasn't today, so I'm assuming it's probably tomorrow the next day. So, hopefully, they can uh, they can close out that series three nothing uh, and advance to the next round. Uh, obviously, the ladies' team. A uh, big win for the ladies team as they continue along in the uh, the final phase of the the, uh, the women's championship. They beat uh, Al Albert Garcia or Albert Garcia eight nothing. I saw that result yesterday and I was like, "Damn, smacked them eight nothing." And then hockey and patins four two win against uh, Valongu. So I think that that is the final match day of the regular season. Um, so we'll be starting the postseason for that possibly this weekend, I'm guessing. Um, and then uh, as I was looking through, okay, so maybe we didn't mention the ladies, Tessa, the Feta de Sao. There you go. Ladies volleyball won the Tessa, the Feta de Sao. And here's the modality that I honestly didn't even know that Sporting had. Uh, chess. Uh, the chess team, men's chess, third division, um, they beat uh, Camp Uric, uh two and a half to one and a half this weekend. Uh, so shout out to the men's chess team. Quick, is that quick like question. a big score? Like, I don't know how chess works. Is that like a, is that like a, a route or is that like a close game? Like 90th minute, like chess piece? I don't know how you get three playing. divisions too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they must have just started the team and they're starting in the lower leagues. But yeah, let's get that promotion. You gotta check the table, see if they're in the, the promotion hunt. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if uh Verandes was inspired by watching uh, Queen's Gambit just recently. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it was. <laughs> Shout out my guy. Was that it, Chris? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh bless, bless. Okay. It it actually um, wasn't that much because a lot of the seasons are starting to end, so it it's getting to be less and less with each coming true. week. When's the next basketball game? Do you know? Sorry, random thought. I hate to put you on the spot. Uh no, I don't. I'm assuming it's tomorrow. Um if I had to okay, guess okay. because the game two is Saturday. Mm. So I'm assuming yeah, yeah. game three game three's gotta be in the next it's either today or tomorrow. Anyway, yeah. And and, and tomorrow. The boys are up. 
Two nothing. True. Yeah. The boys are That's up it. two nothing. Befica's one one to Oliveirense, which is huge. Mm-hmm. But they have a good basketball team. They're technically the reigning champs, right? Because Sporting or last season was null and void, yep. right? Yes. Yep. Trevante Williams MVP season. That was yeah. Nice. Oliveirense is technically the defending champion. So yeah, still a lot of a uh, lot of interesting games happening in the basketball world. Um, so shout out to our boys. Um, all right, uh, let's go into the next game. We played Nacional at home. Um, last time we played Nacional was in the dirt, basically, uh, and we won two nothing that game. Um, fun fact: I think there's a stat out there that Sporting have yet to lose a game uh, in the rain. Correct me if I'm wrong, or not lose, but ta- like yet to drop points in the rain. So let's hope it. I read it somewhere. I don't know if it's an actual stat or not, but I read it somewhere. Hopefully, it's true. Hopefully, like it rains on Saturday. Putting put that out there, just like sporting, um, I've never lost. Philip is right. We do have futsal champions league, not final four. The one before that, so I think it's the quarterfinal. So if we win this, then we'll be back. Or it's two legs, but then we'll be back. Actually, no, it's not two legs. I don't think anymore because COVID, COVID un-two-legged it. Um. Yeah, and we are we are playing like the Russian Communist Party like team. It's That's pretty cool. Sick. <laughs> Where are they based off? You know, I think Old it's Soviet? I think it's St. Petersburg, but I could be wrong. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Believe <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, anyway. you gotta tell if this is if it's two legs or not, but I don't think it is. Yeah. Yeah, Philippe, give us a little update, bro. Um, but anyways, game against Nacional, we're missing a few players. We're missing Adan, we're missing Tiak Tumaj, and we're missing somebody else that I can't remember now. Well, obviously Inasu from the red card. And is that it? Are we yeah, just missing it. those three? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, anyways, um, let me just quickly go on to a question here. Where is it? It was from Brandon Almeida on this game. Thoughts on João Mario out of the 11? Sam, would you want to see João Mario out of the 11 for maybe a Bragança against Nacional at home? Oh, it's a tough one because I do love Bragança. I do love João Mario. But like, it's easy. it would be easy to say if it's not broke, don't fix it. But it is a bit broken at the moment. So it's like, but I don't know if that's the right play just because of the, like we say it, the experience and stuff. I mean, it's worth a go. But personally, I would prefer. To, I don't think he should be taken out of the team for a missed penalty, especially obviously. I mean, he scored the last one, and then the game against Prague was just a fucking piss take anyway. So I think I think he should still be there for, for me personally. True, true. How about you, Christian? Do you share the same uh, same sentiment? Yeah, yeah. I'd agree too. I think it'd be harsh to take him off. I'd be inter- I'm interested to see if Amuri's going to go with a uh, three midfielder again and uh, sort of bench Nuno Sanch, but we'll see on that. Um, Amuri is, of course, back, as everybody's mentioning. Um, finally served his 15-day suspension. But anyways, let's, let's go through. Sorry, how, go. how long is it going to take for Amuri to get a red card? I literally think it's going to be in the next two game. games he's going to get suspended. <laughs> next game. Next game. Let's see how going to do um brian saying jm did nothing for us last game um but anyways yeah thoughts on this national game like i mentioned you know they did just beat uh guimarães one nothing though guimarães this season hasn't been the the team that we've been used to um they've been able to i mean pastor have been dropping points 
like no tomorrow in the last four or five games. And even still, Guimarães is still another, I believe, six, seven points away. So um, can we take a lot from that result that today from the one nothing win? Should we be worried? I don't think Pedro Mench could play, and he did score for them today. Christian, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm not too worried about Pedro Mench, to be honest. He did score a nice goal today, though. Um, yeah, yeah, they are. Guimarães is in a, in a skid. Uh, I'm, it is unfortunate that Nacional is actually getting their first result in so long, the game before they play us. But I am not that worried. I think we'll, I think we'll comfortably win two nothing, which is one nothing is the normal, so comfortable is two nothing. But they'll defend with eleven men, and it'll be difficult. It might even be one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past us. <laughs> How about you, Sam? Well, it's a good thing it's at home. We're not playing the swamp in on that pitch anymore because that was literally. I know, like, we, it's like a pinpoint of like everyone with like the muddy shirts, but that was the most like boring game of football. Like, no one could like pass the ball, like dribble the ball. So, like, I mean, it'll be good to actually see us play properly against Nacional. But um, I, I don't feel confident in keeping like the three nil. So I'm just gonna go or like two nil. So I'm just gonna say one nil again, probably. Give me a Paulinho goal. Yeah, I've been saying that for like, the last that. eight podcasts. By the way, it's, it's coming true. <laughs> Can I can I also just say on Twitter I see a lot of uh Paulinho vai calar a gente hoje like he's gonna silence the haters today and I've been seeing that for the last five fucking weeks and he's yet to fucking do it but <laughs> this haters that fucking are, momentum going let's do it boys the haters <laughs> have not been silenced <laughs> at all at all uh, I want to quickly just on Lauren's uh, question and then I'll get to um, uh, Gex um, Garrick sorry. Um, Thoughts on Pedro March? Uh, I think there was a stat that I pulled up. Um, he has more, uh, what was it, like shot creations or chances? Give me a second. I'll pull it up. Uh, then Tiago Tomaj this season with less games. Um, sorry. So he scored more goals. He has four goals and one assist in the league uh, off uh, 12 games, 702 minutes. Whereas Tiago Tomaj has three goals, one assist, 29 uh, games. 1,479 minutes. Of course, you know, different realities as Tiago Tumaj might depend more on others. Um, but is there a world where we see Pedro Marques back next season and actually playing for us? Or is this, you know, did he get his chance, really? Uh, Sam, I'll, I'll pass it off to you, the biggest Tiago Tumaj hater on planet Earth. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not wrong, probably. But um, <laughs> I, I, know, I know Richard Neves is a part of the club as well. So, yeah. Facts. But like no, like I said, um, I think looking at it right. So he's obviously balling out a dual percent, but I think he needed to go there. I don't think it would have served him well just sitting in the B team and hoping to either overtake Thiago Tomas or um, Paulinho. I don't think that that would happen. So I think it it sort of like needs to. It like did does need to happen, but. For me, I, I definitely see him not... I, sorry, I, I don't see him getting a chance just because I feel like Verandis oh. is probably going to take, like, if we get a good bid for him, just to let him go. But, like, um, I would I would love to see it. Like, I love players from our academy coming up. I know I'm not the biggest Thierry Thomas fan, but it's always nice to see someone from our academy instead of buying, like, shit players from, like, Estoril for, like, 750,000, giving no names, of course. But, um, yeah, I mean... 
I would like to see him, but I, I'm doubtful. I don't I don't think he's back. And if he is back, he's in a limited role, sort of the the third or second backup striker, probably. I'm I'm honestly sort of leaning. I don't want to loan tell Tete, but there's a world where I see both of them in the squad next season. I see March getting a lot more minutes than Tete. I'm surprised this season it hasn't happened, but maybe Tete just gives more energy, more uh, um, fucking. He he pounces at the ball more. I don't know, but I liked March, and especially these last few games with Gilles Sent, I've been really really impressed. Uh, and today he fucking almost lost the leg just scoring that fucking. I don't know if you guys seen that goal or not for this. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, Christian, I don't know if you have anything to add on that. Yeah, I. What we did to do? Yeah. I think I think that they can. I think that he can be in the squad. He fits in the squad, right? Like, I don't care if you just include another striker in the squad. If you include Luis in it. the squad, I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't like throw him in there. And if he doesn't get lo- like, he, also it's like with these guys, you're playing with house money, like. They're not, like, they don't need playing time, like, you know, requirements. You're not, you're not, just not signing them from somewhere else. Like, just the fact that they're even in the first team is, like, you know, like, that's, like, what their entire dream was. Like, so, at least for now, right? But they're, they're, they're both, they're both so young, though. It's, like, I don't think, I don't think you need to loan one or keep one. Like, I think they both. I think they both can be could be in the squad, unless we sign other strikers. I was just about to say I don't I don't see us not signing another striker because I think that's been our worst position in terms of like depth. I know we obviously got rid of Marquez and Pedro Mendes, but in terms of like a star striker, Mendes is never gonna play here. There's no way. I mean, and even Marks, he might not ever play here. Um, I, th- I think we've got to sign someone else. Or not, well, not he has. Andre Marks has played here, right? He scored. He's played in that cup game against the third division team and scored. Pedro um, Mendes scored in the Europa League once, didn't he? Because he wasn't yeah, registered for on the, his the, on his debut. And, and his, everyone yeah. thought it was going to be really good, and then like a few <laughs> years later, he was fucking shit. I, I think we won three nothing that game. If I'm not no, mistaken. we actually lost three two. <laughs> oh, okay. I knew there was a three in there. <laughs> we beat them three nothing in the second game. Because PSV Eindhoven actually went to complete shit between November and like January, so by the time we played them in the second, the second time, like they had just completely imploded and were like fifth in the Dutch league, and we just smacked mm-hmm. them three nothing. But when we first played them, they were actually pretty good. Yeah, and we lost three two, and I was like, oh, PSV Eindhoven, you know, it's gonna be a tough team in the group. But then they just sucked. I guess I Somehow. forgot it was PSV. I thought it was uh, one of the other teams. Yeah, I forgot it was PSV. Uh, Celia's was the one that won three nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think probably yeah. Was I, was, I was on the train, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Sam? I said I, I think it was Celia's, but it might have been uh, Pont. Was it Ponce, Pontes, whatever his name is? I think it was other one. Oh, empty, but I think I think I think you've got it right with Celia's, though. To be fair, maybe maybe I can't remember, bro. It's been so many coaches that fucking I've, I've lost count at this. Point. That was like a year ago as well. It was not even that long ago. It wasn't that. No. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Nice. Ago. It was two years ago. Was it not? No, no, no. It was a year. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. It was it like was a year like, and a half at this point because it was probably yeah. like uh, when was it? Like September, October. Yeah, right? it was in the fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last question on on our upcoming game. Um, and I'll, I'll quickly bring up our, our next few. Amurin coming back, does that mean anything? Is that a big boost, at least? 
Yeah, I think it's better than if he's, you know, on uh, on an iPhone. Uh, but I like Sam said, I think he's probably just going to get sent off in the next couple <laughs> games anyway. So <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get arrested last game, actually. I forgot about to say that. <laughs> Sam, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, as long as he keeps his cool, that's one thing I really don't like about Amarim. Like, do you know in press conferences, he seems like this laid-back sort of guy. As soon as that whistle goes, he's, like, storming off and, like, screaming. But, like, I mean, I think we'll play better with him there, but it's just up to him to keep his composure. Like, these referees aren't... He's, like, he, like, weirdly meditates on his own, <laughs> but then, like, also, yeah. like, cannot control himself. Does that, like, little- <laughs> Little crouch, little squat thing. Just like, yeah, always like just he always is always like sitting alone, like meditating. So you would think mm. he could was like like at a greater level of self control, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, let me also. For, sorry, Bob. I was just gonna say these referees aren't gonna take any shit as well. They know what's at stake for us. Oh I'm yeah. Not, I'm yeah. not trying to be like it's all against sporting, but like if he gets one word out of line or like he looks at someone funny, bro, he's going straight to the stands, hundred percent. Facts. Uh, uh, the only thing I was going to say with uh, Amuring is I'm surprised for a player who suffered so many knee injuries. I'm surprised he's always like fucking crouching down like that. Cause I have one bad knee from an ACL injury, and every time I get up from like crouching, it's like I hear it cracking. So I can only imagine <laughs> how he's mind. fucking doing. Same with my there you go. Well. Um, let me quickly go through our next games, and I'll ask you a question that I don't know if it was I was seeing it here or I seen it randomly on Twitter. I think Lauren might have asked me. Um, but okay, of course, our next game is at home against Nacional. Then we go away to Riwav. Then we play Boa Vista at home. All like like Sam said, all relegation candidates. Then we play Befica at Befica Stadium, and we receive Maritimo at home for the last game of the season. Um, my question, or I think it was Lauren's question, would you guys prefer the guard of honor at the at the Stadio de Luz or winning the league at the Stadio de Luz? Knock on wood that we're even it's even possible to happen. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Bro, this question gives me bad vibes. I don't want to answer Okay, it. fuck this <laughs> question. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad, my bad. Like ask... We're all going to be clipped in like I'll two weeks' the... time. I'll, I'll, take right, the right. I'll take the guard of honor. You're right, you're right. My bad. And I better guard see honor, every last one of you out there. I better see Samaras, even if he's injured. I better see staff. Medical staff, front oh, office staff, janitors, stadium crew. I better see the entire club in that guard of honor. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Anyways, that's that's our podcast for today. Um, another great one as always, boys, I'd say. Shout out to everybody in the chat. We had a fucking lively chat today. It was constantly going off. I'm not going to say any names because I'll miss a few or I'll miss a bunch because this can only go up so much. I'll keep sharing a few. Um, of course, follow us on Twitter at Spartan160 e- or underscore EN. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spartan160 EN. YouTube, of course, Spartan160 EN. Uh, TikTok coming soon. Uh, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, of course. Um, you know, if you can't watch the videos or watch us live, listen to us audio. Uh, Richard asking if OnlyFans are coming soon, Sam? I mean, it depends on the prices. If you're all willing to pay, then, hey. then Danny will Danny will hundred percent be a part of it. <laughs> Dad bot coming soon. Don't worry, guys. Sporting <laughs> forever, as as Zekostazar says. Um, thanks for joining us, guys, as always, and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, after Nacional. Cheers, Viva Sporting. Yeah.